Joe. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of Suburban Bourbon, and uh, kind of a, a cool trip down here to Wooster, Ohio to see Minglewood Distillery. That's right. And it's not Wooster. It's Worcester. I know. Well, we're going to meet Andrew, and I've already noticed the, the accent and the pronunciation was different. But, um, but this is, a, this is I mean, just stepping into here, fantastic setup, and uh, we're really excited to try these uh, great variety of whiskeys and bourbons. And we're going to have some uh, extended video too because as a distillery they do uh, tours which Andrew's going to talk to us about here at 437 East South Street in the heart of Worcester and certainly um, uh, kind of recovering an old building which he's going to talk to us about as well. So I guess with further ado why don't we meet Andrew. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah of course. Thank you guys for coming in today. Um, so I guess I can tell you about the building to sure. start off with. That's Absolutely. usually how I do the tours and I think I always slip into the same spiel that I usually do. Um, so this building actually started out as the Minglewood Coal and Ice Company, like I was telling Joe earlier. So that's where we got the ice tongs for the logos for Minglewood Coal and Ice. And they got the name from the Minglewood Coal Mine, which was in uh, near Maslin and actually in North Lawrence out by Maslin area. Coal mine was started up by a fellow in Worcester and before he named it, or before they started digging it, his workers told him it was bad luck they didn't name the mine, kind of like a boat or a ship, you know, it'll uh -huh. sink, they'll put a name on your boat. Same idea with a coal mine, but underground. So the workers said, you gotta name the place. And his wife made a joke that they were between the Oakwood mine and the Beechwood mine, will mingle in the middle, call it the Minglewood mine. It's kind of a cheesy joke, but it stuck around. <laughs> so, so Minglewood coal mine popped up and then it became, uh, then they need something to sell in the summertime. So Minglewood ice started and Minglewood coal and ice, your old heating and cooling company. And they were here till the 1950s. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I think um, we were talking before going uh, uh, live, and uh, you're a Kent State grad as well as your wife. Yes, yes, and yep. you don't have necessarily a background in this. No. But um, I'm guessing if you went to Kent State, you, you do know about alcohol. Yes, <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> yep. That because my own daughter went there. Um, all joking aside, why don't you talk to us a little bit about sort of how this came about? Like, how did this idea. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my dad and I bought the place in 2014 and the building had demolition orders on it when we bought it. I think it rained harder inside than it did outside when we got the place. Um, so we renovated this building first and started distilling here in 2016 with another fella who uh, lived here in Worcester. And really it was just kind of a hobby. It started out as something my dad was doing on the side with another one of his friends and this other fellow lived in town and they thought we have this you know, old building in Worcester, why not give it a shot and start a distillery? Back then there weren't too many in Ohio yet, they were starting to pop up, but there weren't a bunch. Um, and then after I graduated college in 2017, I started helping them here distilling before we opened up at the end of the year. Um, and then I started here full time after that, started helping out all the time, bottling, mashing, distilling, working on every weekend. Uh, and then in 2019, I bought half and my dad and I became business partners. So what was your first product? Is, is, you, is this, because this is an evolution and what you have here is just a, a great yes. array of, of, of whiskeys and bourbons. Yeah, we, but how did it get started? Like, we what? started out, um, we actually made our rye first. So we put a couple barrels of rye away, put a couple barrels of bourbon away, made our vodka and gin pretty quick because those ones, you know, we don't have to age at all. Um, and we started selling, when we opened uh, September 2017, we were selling a six-month-old rye whiskey and a six-month-old bourbon. So you guys picked a much better time to come visit now that we're a couple more years in. Um, and we sold the vodka and gin as well. And then we came out with the cinnamon whiskey in December of 2017. And that was our first flavored whiskey. And that really took off for us. So then in 2020, we came out with apple and peach. And then introduced pickle whiskey uh, last year. And then 
licorice, cherry, and root beer all coming out this fall. Oh, wow. So, and you plan to have them, are any going to be seasonal, or are you going to plan to have them all Plan the to have them all the time, yep, yep. So we want to have them always available. We know that's a complaint we get about flavored whiskeys is like, oh, my favorite nameless peach whiskey, I can't find it anywhere where it goes. So we always try to just keep on top of supply and have it always available. And Andrew, do you, um, and by the way, I cheated a little bit before you got here, Joe. I did taste a little bit of the pickle whiskey. Phenomenal. We'll taste <laughs> it as wait. well. I can't it's, wait. It's, and I'm not a big pickle fan necessarily, but my daughter is, but I, I, I'm going to. I share that it. with you. I, I was looking at that going, interesting. I haven't seen it before. So yep, it's yep. Neat. It's a pretty unique product. That's cool. So so tell me, um, and again, um, certainly in the heart of Worcester, um, talk to us about how um, you were received here in Worcester by the community. Yeah, we were very well received. Um, pretty much every bar and restaurant downtown carried us. Uh, the city was... Are we allowed to cuss on this or no? You can do whatever you want. The city was tickled to shit to see us. <laughs> they were tickled to shit to see us buy this building and fix it. Like I said, they ha they were trying to sue the owners to have them demolish it. So, so it was really in disrepair. It was very, yeah. The building next door had no roof on it since that fire in the 70s. Oh, so it sat totally couldn't empty. Couldn't even tell. Looking at it today, couldn't even tell. This yep. Yeah, we pretty much took a quarter inch off the entire building. Sandblasted the walls. So I wore down the floor, everything. But... Yeah, the city alone was just very happy to have us here and fixing up this side of town, um, as well as a lot of our neighbors in the area were happy just because they say this building was sitting abandoned for 50 some years. So uh, a lot of folks, unsavory types were starting to move into the area and people were happy to see us fix it up and very happy to see us here. And then we've just continued to work and renovate and then we just uh, earlier this year opened up next door, the ice plant over there. Um, so we just keep trying to expand and beautify the location. So it's, it's um, we'll have certainly have some of this video um, later on in the video, but it's cool. There's a courtyard um, between yes. the two yep, buildings, yep. And, and Andrew was saying, I think you said you'll have, people can come here and, and have some drinks, and you have a full liquor license, so you yep. can certainly not only have their tastings, um, but also other drinks that they can talk, but also the area out there, and then a whole party center, basically, with its own bar. I mean, it's really a cool location, you know, just to come and hang out. And a great way to serve the community because those are that's that's the one thing that we've seen in, in really successful you know establishments mm -hmm. is having separate party areas, especially mm -hmm. with you know people wanting to do private tastings or or events. I think that's uh, that's outstanding. So yep, yep. And we just thought the uh, the industrial feel is something that was kind of lacking as far as a lot of event spaces around this area of Ohio. A lot of them are barns out in the country, so if folks don't want to get married in a barn. There weren't too many options. <laughs> So we thought, you know, why not give it a shot ourselves? So um, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, the, your plans, I guess, for Minglewood. I know you are carried here locally, obviously. Yes, in yep, yep. Um, are you starting to expand in Northeast Ohio at all? In yeah. Terms of where we're in, a, out that we're in about 75 liquor stores in Northern Ohio, mostly um, Acme's and Giant Eagles, okay. um, and mostly in like the Akron, Canton area. We have some spots up towards Cleveland, and we're starting to expand down into Cincinnati and Columbus as well. So it's been kind of exciting, but we've always, really, we've always focused on retail customers more mm -hmm. than we have bars and restaurants. So that's kind of has been the push this summer with me and my dad is going out and visiting bars and restaurants and introducing ourselves to them because for a long time it's just been focused on retail customers getting the folks who are going to go into a liquor store and buy it and talk to them instead and which one is your so far which is your most popular our peach whiskey is our most popular yep um yeah it takes off in the summertime the peach goes up when it gets hot and then when it cools off in the fall winter the cinnamon sales go mm -hmm. up and the peach drops mm -hmm. down so 
Those two go back and forth. So if um, folks who are watching this show, maybe they're not in the Worcester area, maybe they're mm -hmm. up in Cleveland or whatever. I think you were talking that you might be out and about, you know, with some events that maybe yeah. they could come, come to visit, maybe do some tastings. Yes, yeah, we're gonna be in um, quite a few events in September, but I don't know how quick this will come out for that. Uh, but we do quite a few events down here at the distillery as well throughout Good. the year. And we always try to be participating in, you know, charity events downtown, things out and about, like we're going to Pickle Fest later this year, participating in the Central Ohio Whiskey Festival. Uh, and if folks check out our website, we always try to keep yeah. posts about where we're, we're gonna be. Dates is in the promo that we put out there, we'll publish that for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bourbon and Bears on September 9th. <laughs> um, and then will be the Central Ohio Whiskey Festival, September 30th. Uh, Pickle Fest is September 23rd. I remember that right and off the top of my head. That's at the Cuyahoga County Fairgrounds, or is that in downtown? I think it's in downtown Cleveland. Yeah, right there. Um, I think it's that big open space by the lake there, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, like near the Huntington Conference Center. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're going to be there serving uh, pickle cocktails and drinks and yeah, things like that. That's interesting. It's very too. cool. Yeah. Yes. I can't, and, and we're excited for that. This is one of the first time. I, this is the first time I've seen a pickled whiskey. So I imagine you're going to be a, a hot seller. I hope so. That's what we're hoping for. And tell us, I know we're going to get into it, but tell, tell um, the podcast listeners about some of the cool things you've heard people do with the pickles. Oh, I thought, yeah. I thought that interesting. <laughs> yeah, he likes this story. Um, we have a fun story we like. There's a guy who comes in and he tells us, he swears that he drinks our pickle whiskey as a chaser for eating cheeseburgers. So he'll pick up like a McDonald's cheeseburger, take Did a bite of it, sip the pickle whiskey, and go back and forth. Um, <laughs> Isn't that cool? That is awesome. <laughs> yep, yep. So well, I'm happy to do that. The creativity of, uh, <laughs> hey, of the Minglewood customer base. Yeah. That's awesome. So Andrew, um, I guess let's get into it. Yeah, bit. yeah. Um, and we're going to hand it over to you. I know that you um, uh, were kind enough to uh, give us, uh, I think, a larger than average flight. Um, uh, but we wanted to try all your bourbons and whiskeys. Definitely. And I think you're going to kind of walk us through how you kind of would walk through when, when folks visit. Yeah, definitely. So I like to start folks off. And if anybody comes in and does a tasting, they're always done pretty much the same way. Starting off left to right with the rye whiskey there. And we like to try the rye before the bourbon just because rye whiskey is, you know, a bit of a punchier, a more flavorful whiskey. So like to get that one done. Um, and our rye is four years old. We make all of our whiskeys are made from just Wayne County grains. So the corn is grown just outside of Worcester here, about uh, about three miles away. And our rye is grown just outside of town in Dalton in eastern Wayne County. Okay. So the rye there is 80% rye grain, 20% corn. Um, distilled on site here, we barrel in uh, American White Oak barrels, brand new barrels for the rye and the bourbon. So they both get that, you know, most out of the oak. Unlike our flavored whiskeys, all go into age barrels. So that's where a lot of our used ones go to. That's 88 proof. Yep. And Andrew, what is that one? This is unaged bourbon that I was going to have you guys okay. put on your hands when, before you try the bourbon next. Let's try it. Do you want, to, want us to do the rye? Yeah, you guys first? can try the rye first. Yep, yep. All right, cheers. Maybe that's what I'm tasting. I've not tasted that before. And that's not very common. I agree. 
It's a clean it's, taste too. Do you get that? It is. And then, like mm -hmm. you said, it's got a little bit of, I like how you put it, a little bit of punch. Yep. Yep. Exactly. But it, it's, it's not, you know, you could sip that. Oh, you could sip that all night. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. Good yeah. Stuff. And that was one of your first, you said. That was, was yes. First. So that was what we, that was what we started off making first. Well, we had some experimental things that went horribly <laughs> yeah. wrong, but we don't talk about those. Um, <laughs> this was the first legitimate this whiskey was the first that was one made. Bottled and sold. Exactly. Very yes. Nice. Yep. Yeah, it was that rye. And we started making the bourbon right at the same time. So before you guys try that though, okay. that's right. So when I do tours, I like to have folks, uh, this is unaged bourbon that's about 140 proof. So I have folks put a couple drops on their hands and then rub it in like hand sanitizer. Okay. It's a good way of cleaning up my customers as well as uh, <laughs> it gives you guys a chance to smell the aromas that are actually in the grain. So if you let it almost let it start to air dry a little bit too. Then if you smell your engine, you kind of smell that sweetness from the corn, yeah. kind of like a grassiness or a cured hay aroma that from the rye. Smell, yeah. Yep, exactly. And yeah. I just like to show that because once you try the bourbon four years later, those flavors are just, they're gone, which is, yeah. uh, you know, that's how bourbon works. That's so not a bad thing, but it's also fun to just recognize them a little bit. So yeah, the bourbon there is that exact same recipe. It's 70% corn, 25% rye, a little bit of wheat, just four years later. Wow. Give it a try. All right. Cheers. So what, what's the first flavor you taste? I have a, a sense towards vanilla. I do too. I That's probably the most prominent. Let's see. Mm -hmm. And honey. Definitely. I don't taste I, as much of the caramel. I don't either, it, but it's a, uh, and it's definitely obviously compared to the rye, which is most often what we see, mm -hmm. you know, a, a much smoother, Yes. Less punch. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah pretty the much Andrew the inverse. Scale, it's less punch. Less punch. Yeah. That's I like why really I always stuff. recommend the rye for mixing when I'm selling it to folks. Try to tell them, you know, if you like yeah. Manhattans, you like old fashions, that's where your rye is really mm -hmm. going to shine. Not that you can't drink it by yourself or by itself, because you, know, you can never drink whiskey the wrong way. But what's your favorite uh, cocktail? Uh, my favorite cocktail is probably whiskey sours, mm -hmm. but with an egg white in there for a little bit of a frothy creaminess. I really like those. Uh, my favorite cocktail is probably whiskey sours, mm -hmm. but with an egg white in there for a little bit of a frothy creaminess. I really like those. And what did we learn? I, I always forget the name. What is the egg white substitute? It's a... Um, aquafaba. 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 Have you ever heard of this? No. So, um, another show we, a bartender showed it to us. It has mm -hmm. the same consistency, mm -hmm. looks the same, acts the same. Hmm. Isn't it chickpeas though? It's chickpeas, yeah. It, but oh. you can, it, it's something that's made for bars. Why? Because some people complain about egg whites having that wet dog smell. It does not have that. Yes. It I still does it. the same and has the same taste consistency. Huh. So if you're ever interested in yeah. bars like to use it for that reason. Is it called aqua? Uh, aquafaba. 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 Yeah. Write that down, Deanna. Thank you. It's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, it, and it, for us, I mean, I, I would, I prefer drinks with that than with the egg whites. Yeah, me too. Oh, me try too. it. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of it. That's I mean, awesome. I towards yeah. old fashions and other things that don't have it to begin with. But, mm -hmm. it's a, uh, but it was definitely interesting when we saw that. I like uh, Manhattans, and I also, I um, sometimes if I really like an alcohol, I'll just do a Sazerac. You know, oh, just, yep, just, yep. It's you know one of the oldest, right? It's just to just chill it, and just you could really just taste that bourbon. And I do, and I, and I, what I love about the Sazerac too, it's just, you got this ice cold glass, you've got, yeah. you know, 
straight up liquor. Yeah, it's a, mm. but still is, good. It's still exactly good. when when done well. Yeah, it's a great drink. Yeah, I like the Sazerac as well. So so let's uh, give this. This is the next one. This is an apple whiskey. Yeah. So all of our flavored whiskeys are made relatively the same way. They're all 100% corn whiskey that we age in our used bourbon and rye barrels. So once those barrels get dumped, instead of uh, you know sending them to Scotland like a lot of bourbon distilleries. We keep them here and we reuse them for our flavored whiskeys. So we age that 100% whiskey in there for about a year or so. Then we dump it out. We use natural flavors and extracts for the flavoring and cane sugar as a sweetener. So the idea was to be simple, no kind of crazy ingredients, nothing over the top, more of a natural flavor. And this was lesser proof, right? Correct. Like so 70. Or 70. Yep, yep. So the apple there. Try to go for like a red delicious apple flavor. Oh, God. Really, We're saying, oh God, because it's really, really it good. Is. I mean, literally, you could drink a bottle this of this. This is very right. tasty. Yeah. What do people do? I mean, this could be, you could drink this on its own. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So what do you, what do you find to be the most popular way um, to drink this? I like that one, unsurprisingly, in a whiskey sour. <laughs> it yes, makes a great whiskey yes. sour. Um, it's also just nice in like lemonade or in Sprite, a little bit like cranberry juice is really nice Ooh, too. I like disappears in cider so it's a little bit dangerous mixing it with apple cider I'm but that would be a good uh, I would imagine you use the cinnamon in the cider that's my How recommendation I know exactly. that I too yep that, yeah. some of my uh, <laughs> some of my staff here like to do like mixed shots or they'll do three quarters apple with a little bit of cinnamon in there but you can't do half and half or else it's just it's a cinnamon shot <laughs> <laughs> well you can we but. can but it won't be apple so should we drink the peach not next or I know you, you have this normally this way I would just because otherwise it'll just taste like cinnamon afterwards the cinnamon and the peach pickle have kind of a lingering flavor so you know, uh, I would recommend those so after. talk to me a little bit about this peach we've seen it crown royal it was the number one crown royal for a period of time yep, where you yep. can find it on shelves so this has become the number one seller Yes, yeah, we came out with that in 2020, um, and it did very well for us because at that time, Crown Royal had run out, so a lot of the shops, at least in Ohio here, had had pretty low inventory, so folks were looking for something different. So we spent probably three months formulating it, just working on it to get it perfect trial and errors. With We do that with a lot of our flavored whiskeys. The pickles take, took us about a year to fully perfect, though. But yeah, we came out with that in 2020 and it just took off really well. A lot of folks were just looking for something different and they found that we were better. And how do you, what's the process like when it takes like three months, six months, 12 months to, to get a product? What's that trial and error that you go through? A lot of it is working, one, we work with a flavor company in Southern Ohio for our extracts and things. So they kind of formulate, I guess you could say like a cocktail of flavors that they put together, then we test like how much of this, how much of that. The pickle was, how much dill do we need? That's too much dill. Or this just tastes like a cucumber. This one tastes like salt and nothing else. So a lot of those trial and errors of just adjusting those extracts until we find the perfect amount. I meant to ask this earlier too, do you sell your barrels? We do. Occasionally we sell barrels, uh, use ones for decoration, but for the most part we hold on to I mean, them. With the alcohol in it. Oh, yes, uh, we do. We've done just one. We did a barrel pick for a, a restaurant in Loudonville. 
Okay. Um, or no, Mansfield. I'm very so that so that would be something you know that somebody could, could call and inquire about. Yes. If the price is right. So yeah, yeah, it's something we've done before. Yes, and we have about 200 barrels in inventory, so definitely an option okay. for folks. I know there's some. When we were in Cincinnati, there was a, a, a Cincinnati uh, bur, uh, barrel chasers, barrel, yep. and um, they were doing it, labeled it, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, their own label. I mean, certainly the, the distillery was on there too, but kind of added something to it. It's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. they had a special, they had a special bourbon. They did mm -hmm. like a honey bourbon. Yeah, oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, but you're willing to like, you know, if yes. you have the inventory. Yeah, yeah, we we can do custom labels in our own barrel bottles, our own uh, labels, whatever people want. We're always happy to work with them, and hey, we've done it before, so it's yeah. something we're versed in. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So what do we have up next? We're gonna, let's try that peach. The peach. Yeah. Most popular. This is like the best. See, Joe, we need to supplement, we need to replace our jobs with this, because, <laughs> you know, here we are on a Saturday meeting good people like Andrew and his wife, and just drinking. I mean, I what else could be, this could be fantastic. Better? Can't beat it. <laughs> That's good. Again, what what makes these stand out to me is you can drink it on its own. Yeah, yep. you don't need to mix it. And yep. it's very. I mean, the peach comes out. It's very. It's a. It's not too strong, mm -hmm. but you no. you get a lot of that that flavor. Yeah, and we want it. It's a little bit sweeter than the apple is, or I should say, a lot sweeter than it the is, apple is. Um, is yeah. And that one, I really recommend the peach with like ginger ale or ginger beer or like mm -hmm. unsweetened iced tea, lemony, something that cuts the sweetness a bit, makes it a very nice drink. You could also do your own um, sort of version of an alcohol spritz. You know, you can kind of, you know what I'm saying? You could take this oh, as yeah. a substitute for that sort of thing. I think in the summertime, I mean, this, it lends itself obviously to year round. You could have oh, yeah. it. Yep, in yep. the summertime, there's a million opportunities. Oh, yeah, definitely. stronger ones in terms of the taste and then Andrew has a, a couple uh, unicorns for us too. So, so the cinnamon whiskey we've seen it become very popular especially yes. in recent years so I mean you said that that used to be the number one. That was yeah we came out with that in 2017 um, and my dad really likes cinnamon flavor. I'm not as big of a cinnamon guy but he loves it and but he just absolutely hated fireball. He couldn't drink it um, so we wanted to make a cinnamon whiskey uh, that we could you know, that we, I think our original tagline for it was something you don't have to be dared to do a shot of, which it feels like a lot of the time you're being dared to do shots of flavored whiskeys. So you don't have to take a dare for this one. We want it to be nice and smooth. And in addition to like a cinnamon flavor, we used a cayenne pepper seed extract to give it like a natural heat. So it isn't just cinnamon flavor up front. There's a nice like kind of natural heat in the back of the throat that comes through. And that's working with that company to come up with these yep, ideas. Yep, just coming up with these ideas. Yeah. that sounds... I mean, that's next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were, I think it really makes this one a nice product. Yeah, yeah. Without further ado. Real quick, um, why do you, no, that's okay. I wanted to ask you, um, mm -hmm. whiskey. How do you spell whiskey? Yeah, um, so originally, until we started the Doc Schmickle line, because you'll see pickle whiskey is spelled with an E. Yes. The rest were spelled without, and that's because when we first started, we were, you know, looking at what we wanted to put on the label, and when we looked at our tax documents, the TTB, who governs us on the federal side, they always spell it whiskey without the E. And I was like, well, if that's on my tax forms, I should probably just put it on my bottle like that, and I've since come to regret it because I constantly <laughs> get asked why is it spelled wrong. 
So we're beginning to transition them as we kind of okay. move into like different labels. I'm transitioning them back to whiskey with a knee and fixing that mistake slowly. I but the story. The story. Yeah, exactly. but yeah, that's why we did it. Just I asked you not, I had not, to. not from an embarrassing perspective, but just because this is what small businesses are all about. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you don't have a, a have a room full of lawyers. You don't have. You know. I mean, you, you learn as you go. I think it's cool. Yep, it's a cool yep, story. Exactly. Oh, and right. those will become popular because when you phase them out, people are going to want to. I want the, the I want the KY. Want the KY without the. Yeah. I love it. The tax man coming. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Thought anything I could do to be, you know, more compliant is better <laughs> oh, exactly. in this industry. Amen. Definitely. Well, yep. Let's give it a try. All right. Yeah. So we'll compare the obvious to the, the more obvious um, um, cinnamon whiskey that's out there. This is much uh, smoother, way smoother. You can actually enjoy it. Yeah. It doesn't burn your throat when it comes to No, this is not. I mean, this is definitely, and for a lot of times people have cinnamon whiskeys for a shot. Yeah. But to me, I, this is a very smooth whiskey that. Thank you. It, what I love is. Throughout your entire, you know, catalog of whiskeys, they're all things you can just drink. And this is really, I mean, it's and it. What I like too is the cinnamon is not so strong. Right. Oh I mean, no, it's not overwhelming. Sometimes you feel like you have a pack of big red that you just threw. Yep. <laughs> yep. Threw a, exactly. A, a liquor. Um, this is this is great. It's well, and this is another one uh, that'll be awesome with mixed drink. Oh yeah. yeah. So tell us about. Yes. How? What are the most popular ways? I mean, I know what I think I would use cinnamon whiskey for, but um, what do you see? I hear uh, mixed with rum chata, we call it like this, like a Minglewood or it's like a snickerdoodle cocktail is what we call that one. But the cinnamon whiskey, just half and half with like rum chata or Bailey's or any cream liquor is really nice in this winter time. Uh, right now we're doing a drink called the Donamite Fizz because we do, so every year for Christmas we do a cinnamon whiskey cocktail contest where we put on Facebook and we usually get like maybe seven or eight people send us in cocktail ideas and we do a little so we'll have the staff come in and we taste them and that and the guy who won a couple of years ago or i guess he didn't win but we thought his drink was fantastic as like a summer cocktail but it was not a winter drink at all and he called it the donomite fizz because his name was don and we just thought that was really funny so <laughs> so we uh, are using that right now and that's the cinnamon whiskey with apple cider grenadine and sprite and it just makes a really nice kind of refreshing little like a lighter drink than you'd expect in the summertime it's kind of nice yeah. That is, and that does sound. I mean, there's so many applications for it. You also said in normal cider, it's yes. It also makes a pretty good pina colada too. Like just substitute the rum for uh, the cinnamon whiskey. It's pretty nice. With pineapple so, juice. So the pickle whiskey. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about the name. So you have the Doc Schmickles. Yes. Where does the all come from? Um. So the name Doc Schmickle. Well, so we wanted to come out with a pickle whiskey because uh, my dad and I liked, we like pickles, we like pickleback shots, and we were looking and we found like a couple other pickle whiskeys that are available in other states or aren't any available in Ohio, and they just weren't anything like to call home about, we thought. So we figured we could, why, like, you know, we've done it with our other flavored products, why not try something else? We can make something unique. And we're also looking at like when Screwball came out, there's peanut butter whiskey, now there's chocolate whiskey, and we're like, well, what's next maybe pickles people in the midwest like pickles uh so we came out with that one and we wanted to come up with a name that rhymed with pickles so we were thinking of like 
the fickle pickle whiskey or and then my dad was like what about doc schmickle pickle whiskey like an old <laughs> medicine bottle or like a what's it called like a snake oil salesman from like the old west so that's where we kind of thought we like to go with like that old almost like a dollar bill looking label with a lot of the filigree and the old yeah. scroll lurk the uh, for the type exactly yeah yep yep and the actual like the little this is kind of a very small detail but the little scroll underneath where it says schmickle is actually from <clears throat> it's from some old uh, invoices from minglewood coal and ice company they use like that same scroll so our designer took that and put it on there and we tried to use some elements from the old minglewood uh, materials so you, see this is the kind of thing that large distilleries and that like you know corporate home things just don't do this is why I love meeting small businesses, because there's a story behind it. Just yep, yep. And, and what I love, too, is the creativity that you and your, your father have on what you do, not just from the types of bourbon and whiskey that mm -hmm. you provide, but also the name, the brand, right. how you market it, yep, what yep. you're doing with this, the location. It's, uh, it's, it's extremely impressive. Thank you. We try to keep it unique, at least, so it stands out to folks. And I like the name. It's fun to say. <laughs> so you're gonna. I've already tried it. You're gonna like it. It's. It's. Oh, that's great. See, when you first smell it, here I'll tell you. When I first smelled it, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna be drinking pickle juice. Exactly. Right? It tastes like. But it, it smells like it's pickles on brine. You know. Yes. Yep. But when you taste it, yes, it tastes like pickles. But it's. I mean, let's be honest. Well, I guess some people can't. But there's only so much pickle juice you can drink. Right, not this though. Okay. This isn't. This this is a smooth taste when you. It, you know what I mean? Like exactly. It, 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 smell, it, it has the flavor, but it's not over. No, mm -hmm. it's not overpowered. It's not a hint. I mean, there's enough of it, but yep, it's exactly. definitely not over. And it really is. To your point, it's not like that feeling like if you were to drink pickle juice. Right, right. The reaction here is much better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was the goal. And we also recommend that one. I mean, it's great as a shot or with a cheeseburger, but we push it for uh, Bloody Marys as well. Oh, isn't that a good idea? In addition to the vodka Ooh. or as a substitute, it's really nice. That would be a good move. That's brilliant. <laughs> Next time we pregame for Ohio State games, we're bringing out the uh, Doc Schmickles pickle, pickle whiskey. whiskey. Spelled with an E. And the, and, and <laughs> yep, the yep. part is, it's like when you think about it, I mean, Bloody Marys are huge. I mean, think about brunch, you think about tailgating. This is something that most people would yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it immediately puts that cocktail. Absolutely. So much better. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Anything different. Yeah. Anything different. different. So um you had a couple that you were gonna share with us that are different. Yes. You don't even yeah, where did I even oh like I put them right here. These are things he doesn't even necessarily offer yet. Not yet. Yeah, these are coming out in October, so Doc Schmickle, he's busy. Doc yes. Schmickle and his black licorice. Yep, yep. Yeah, I was telling uh Joe here that we're moving towards like a lot of our flavor whiskey and are come out under the Doc Schmickle line. Well the branding is really cool. It gives you that old world feel, like you said. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I said we wanted to go for like like a medicine bottle kind of feel. And, and black licorice is one of those flavors that is prominent in, in other whiskeys, right? I mean. Yes, yeah. So, so this is, you know, it's, it will be interesting to taste this relative to some of the other, you know. We said like Sambuca or Uzo, you know, exactly. You know, but they're, they're very um, syrupy. Even Jägermeister yes. has that black licorice type flavor. Mm -hmm. But it's also, it's, 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 it's very good. Let's see. That's the one I want to try too. That's fantastic. It tastes like you're drinking good and plenty. 
Yes. Vote, yes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, what I like about it too is it doesn't have any bite. It's it's a bit of a flavor. Yep. Drinking whiskey, but it's definitely smooth. Licorice is coming out when? October first. Yep. October first this year. You have a release party. Maybe. <laughs> Look at our website. Look yeah, at the website for that. Want a release party? We like parties. So this is the cherry whiskey, and with this we tried to go with like a kind of like a maraschino cherry flavor. I mean, that's got a lot of application to it. Oh my gosh! I mean, yes. you could use this in a lot of things, especially yep. with. I mean, I, my immediate thought is with old fashioned. You already have that. Yes. Right, yep. It makes a pretty good Manhattan too. Is yes. what we, we like yes. it for because it has that nice cherry flavor to it already. Hmm. Deanna, can you hand that? That is good stuff. That's really good. But again, he's right. It, it tastes like, I guess on some level, you could, it's like drinking a, you know, a maraschino cherry juice in a way. Like it has that taste, but it's not syrupy. It's, you're drinking a whiskey. Yep, yep. You know, and I that's, mean, I think, and that comes from the cane sugar using that we found. Just keeps it nice and liquidy as that sweetness, but it doesn't give you that syrupy consistency that you get with a lot of other flavored whiskeys. Of, of the flavored whiskeys, that pickle really stood out to me. And I think so, it's, I'm excited to try it out with some of the different oh, applications yeah, 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 right. out there. Like, yeah. like yeah. a, you know, Bloody Mary. Yeah. There's a variety of I mean, you could come in and really, I mean, like I like the rye. Um, I really do like your bourbon. The bourbon's a smooth bourbon. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, if you want something you different guys, and, and you, you said different drinks and whatnot, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, there's variety for anyone who wants to stop yeah. in. Yep, exactly. Um, you bring your, you know, as a, as a day right out or just kind of, you know, um, maybe a pre-dinner or whatever. There's a lot going on yeah, and we have plenty of restaurants here in Worcester right oh, nearby that we can always recommend folks to if you're looking for something to eat afterwards or before you visit. And this is a great one. Yeah, at some point in the future, as you guys evolve this, this location, you're going to have opportunities here yes. to, to host events. Yep, yep, exactly. Well, we can't thank you enough for having us, you know, letting us film here today. And um, it's certainly a great experience, me and you and your wife. Uh, 437 um, East South Street. Yep. Correct. Uh, yep, here correct. in Worcester, downtown Worcester. No, I'm saying, saying it correctly. <laughs> exactly. You certainly have. Uh, you're, you're, a hit, you're hitting it about. You're like a native. Of the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> but we, we do appreciate it, and it's really of great course. to meet a small business like this. And, and we would encourage uh, folks listening to, this to come down, make 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 the day trip, come here, maybe have some have some uh, dinner, have some lunch. Nice afternoon down here in Worcester. Exactly. And I mean, whether you like straight up rye or bourbon or the flavored whiskeys, and we're excited. I mean, not only apple, peach, cinnamon, and pickle, but then you've got licorice. You've right. got cherry. Yep, yep. You know, you've got root beer coming down. Always working on something. First. So, uh, and they were, this was outstanding. Yep. We really appreciate Thank not you. just the hospitality. but Of course. Uh, we, we're, this is a great product. Definitely check it out. Minglewood. Thank, Thank you. you very much.